Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to Mark and Kitchen. Look for Mark on Twitter at Mark Dondero. 1037 WEEI, Southern New England Sports Original. All right, welcome into the Martin Kitchen Show. Mark Dondero, Ben Kitchen with you. Kitch, good morning. How are you? I'm feeling like garbage. How are you? What happened? What's going on? You know what it's like having a little kid. You're just always sick. Sick, lack of sleep, holiday season, stress, gifts, spouse, everything going on. I get it. Okay. Um, but you must have felt a little bit better after that game. The Patriots played Thursday night, though, right? Win? Prime it was time? One of those si- it, was, it was one of those situations where I'm like, yeah, go win. And then after the words, I'm like, no. Why? Wait, why did I want that? But it, it was one of those games where, like, thankfully, you know, we got a little bit of little bit of entertainment out of this Patriots season, which we really haven't had for a couple of weeks. You know, since the Buffalo game was the last time there was an entertaining game, the first couple of weeks were entertaining as we were trying to figure out if this team was actually any good or not. Um, but, man, it, it had been boring for five weeks. Thankfully, they gave us a little bit of something Thursday night. I'll tell you what. I made a bet um, on the game. I bet the under. I moved it up a little bit, so I bet under 31 and a half. Okay? <laughs> like everyone it, did. They were 30. They were at 30 at the half, right? It was yeah. – what was the score at the half? I forget what it was. I, but I think they met, it was 30. I, I'm convinced, Kitch, if that punt did not get blocked, it would have hit the under, despite being 30 at the half. I think the Patriots punt that away. I think they, you know, Pittsburgh doesn't do anything. They weren't going to come down the field and score. I, 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 if that punt doesn't get blocked, I mm-hmm. think that the under hits, despite the fact. So that kind of brings me to what I wanted to say. Okay, and I'm not trying to be a downer here. Um, I mean, maybe I am. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just telling you like it is. Because what I saw on Thursday night, despite the fact that they were able to win the game and some of the game looked pretty good and whatever, okay? The, the reality is, even when you have a bad team, usually mm-hmm. they win some games, okay? And they'll look good in some games and they get some wins on the board and they'll get two, three, maybe even four wins depending on you know, how the rest of the league is and where they end up draft-wise. This team is still bad, okay? I I know it's the NFL and we get swept into different week by week and we're prisoner of the moment. This team is still bad, okay? They played not a good game. They played one good half. Now, I'm not taking Mm -hmm. away from their accomplishment in winning a game against a team that has a – somehow the Steelers are north of 500. I have no idea how. But somehow they're north of 500, heading in the wrong direction. You win a good game on the road in prime time, fine. Give the Patriots credit. They look good. The defense showed up. All of the above. But this team is still so far away from anything that we would ever want it to be. And I'll admit, 
Kitch. I don't understand why they couldn't have looked closer to this more often this year. I have no explanation as to that. I'm not asking for the playoffs. I'm not asking for the AFC Championship game, certainly. But they could have looked closer to what they looked like on Thursday night in the first half more often this year. You know what yeah, I'm saying? All, the, all they needed to do was play Bailey Zappi. I guess. But <laughs> it could have looked no, more like this. But even with Mac Jones, Kitch. They could have looked like this more often if he didn't absolutely lose his mind. There was no well, reason with what they have and O'Brien, they could have looked like this more often. Yeah, I mean, I think it's, you know, you obviously had bad quarterback play, um, a quarterback that didn't inspire anybody. Um, and you look at his skills and what his skill set is in terms of throwing the football, it's completely different with Zappi. I mean, you saw the way the ball comes out of Zappi's hand versus Mac Jones. Correct. There's a lot more oomph to those passes coming out of Zappy's hand. It's a lot easier to run an offense that way. Um, plus, I think, you know, you, Bill O'Brien got to a point where he's like, all right, we just we got to change things up here. Whatever we've been doing clearly isn't working, regardless of who the quarterback is. So things have got to change a little bit. But he still went in the tank in the second half. They couldn't move the ball as well in the second half. Um, but I yeah, give you credit. And that, that's, that's kind of... If we remember back to when Bill O'Brien was first here as the offense coordinator, de facto offense coordinator, whatever he was, um, there was a lot of that too, where you'd move the ball in the first half, first quarter, and then it would start to slow down and drag down, and they wouldn't be running as much. They'd be trying to throw too much, and it would just get bogged down a little bit. I mean, that seems to be kind of a Bill O'Brien specialty. I will say this. Um you know, I do like the, I don't know if he's a quarterback, if he's a long-term NFL quarterback, all those different things, but I do like the cut of Bailey Zappi's jib more than Mac Jones, you know, in good times and in bad times, you know, I'd rather have the let's effing go fired up Brady psycho type of thing. than let's go into the end zone and all gritty together. So that's just yeah. a personal preference on my end. I also think when, when it's bad, he doesn't look quite, and this isn't fair necessarily, but I don't think Bailey Zappi looks quite as whiny, as mopey, as, I don't know, whatever you want to tab Mac Jones as. It's well, just, it's, when, when things are going wrong for Bailey Zappi, it's, all right, he made a bad decision there, made a bad decision there. Um, or didn't see the guy. Sometimes you can, you know, look at some of those decisions and go, well, if he was two inches taller, that wouldn't have been the decision he made. Whereas with Mac, it was, Oh, bad decision, bad decision, terrible throw, terrible throw. What is he doing? There's too many instances of that where it was just, that's a really bad throw. It's oh, different. Yeah, the, I, I, so the I forget which touchdown it was. The second one, I want to say, to Hunter Henry, not the one mm -hmm. down the field. It was sort of a little lofted pass in the back of the – there's no way Mac Jones at this stage could have made that throw. That's a throw that you should be able to make as an NFL quarterback. And credit to Bailey Zappi. And by the way, now, did I think every throw he made was perfect? And all? No, but I'll say this to give some credit to Bailey Zappi. If Patrick mm -hmm. Mahomes makes that throw to Hunter Henry, the one down the sideline that just went, you know, it was just out of the reach of the defender who jumped for, I mean, the whole internet would have come down. You know what I mean? If that was Mahomes making that throw. So that was a pretty damn impressive throw there from Zappi and credit Henry for making the catch. And again, Henry, two touchdown catches. Where was that all year? Where was Smith-Schuster all year? Why couldn't he have made more plays like we saw all year? It made no sense to me at all. 
well, the ball was coming at them much quicker. Decisions were being made faster. The ball was actually thrown with pace and a little bit of oomph. Yeah. It makes it easier for these guys. Instead of everything's kind of just a floated up, we're trying to be in completely precision here. That's just not going to work all the time. You got to throw the ball hard in the NFL. The defensive backs are too damn good. They can break on the ball too quickly. They can get their arm around too quickly. They're too good. You have to throw the ball harder. You know, I was thinking on Thursday night. I know it, I know it seems ridiculous, but it's true. It, it, to your point, to that point, I was thinking to myself on Thursday night, and I was talking to somebody on Thursday night, and I was saying, you know, obviously you, you, want, you don't want your Marcus Russell, obviously. But there is a no. part of me that, I, and maybe it was subconsciously because we were watching Bailey Zappi and a little bit more pop. But I was thinking to myself, you know what, whoever the next quarterback is, and maybe this is why I was leaning towards Caleb Williams for a little bit, I, I, I'm I, like, I want a cannon. You know, I'm done with the little, like, dinky, you know, touch pass, nice accuracy, but can he really get it there? Can he fire? I'm interested in a cannon. And the next quarterback, I want to have a cannon. Now, hopefully he does all the other things well, and maybe I'm a little misguided in my desire well, no, that, for she, that. No. No, you're not misguided. Just to clarify, you don't need someone that can throw the ball 75 yards down the field. You don't need that guy. But you need the guy that has enough arm strength to just zip it in there. Go back to Tom Brady. He did not have the greatest deep ball in the world. Especially if you go back and look at all those deep Randy Moss touchdowns, look at how many of those Randy Moss had to adjust to. And he's so great. He did. But the strength in Tom Brady's arm came from that 5 to 20 yards where he would zip it in really hard right. and it made the timing work that much better because, you know, it didn't allow time for the defensive back or the safety to, you know, break on the ball. That's right. I never, ever questioned Tom Brady's arm strength. I thought he had more than enough arm strength. You're right on the deep ball. Um, wasn't the greatest deep ball thrower, but the arm strength was there. And yeah, it was kind of, I, I it was actually, it took me by surprise how much I was enjoying watching Zappy zip the ball around it's like mm-hmm. you missed it and you want that back you want a guy that can zip it in there now they need to be making decisions right decisions i, I thought the steelers game plan, game plan was laughable i mean how many times were they trying to go downfield with a guy that is clearly incompetent instead of just dinking and dunking and usually i don't like that offense but when you have that guy that's where they were making their their you know the most production happen short mm-hmm. passes let him run a little bit, dink and dunk, and they just refuse to do it. And then on fourth down, they're throwing it down the field, up for grab. What a joke. That was a joke, whatever we saw yeah. offensively from the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, 401-777-1037 is the phone number. Okay, when we get back, the Patriots, they win the game, but as of now, their draft position hasn't changed. I'm going to tell you something, and I need to reestablish my position because, yes, Ben, I was rooting for them to lose that game. Not tank. Not roll over and die, but lose the game, okay? And I'm going to have a message for anybody that tells me I'm in the wrong for doing so. And that's going to happen when we get back. Let's get it trending with Devo. This is the Martin Kitchen Show, 103.7 WEI. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 